You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help people simplify their work so they can breathe and focus on what they love. And in this podcast, I tell my story as a brand new business owner and shed a light on what it really takes to make it happen for yourself. I'm so excited to now be part of HoneyBook's educator program, allowing me to give my listeners 50% off of their first year with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an amazing client management program that allows you to create automated workflows and communications, manage projects in a collaborative space with your clients, take payments, and more. HoneyBook also comes with a bunch of amazing templates, including contracts and proposals, so you can stop worrying about creating all of your documentation from scratch and get straight to the fun part. To get 50% off of your first year with HoneyBook, go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. By purchasing through my link, you support me personally and help me as I continue to produce the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat. This is episode eight, and I am recording a solo episode today in between some interviews. Um, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that I wish I had been aware of before I started my business. Um, And kind of like these mental roadblocks that got in my way. And these are things that I still see come up all the time with my clients. Um, So I'm going to go through those shortly, but before I get into that, just a few things that I wanted to bring up. Um, First of all, if you are not on my email list, I have a link in my show notes to go ahead and get on my email list. One of the things that I'm focusing on a lot right now is just providing a lot of value to the audience that I already have because I do have a pretty small audience at this point since I am just starting out and I don't want to make the mistake of missing the people who are already in front of me and focusing on growth. Um, And so I am starting to come up with some ideas on how I can send out some really helpful content to my email subscribers um, as sort of the people who are like closest and the most into what I am doing. So if you're not already on there, go ahead and get signed up. And later on in the episode, I'm going to let you in on a little freebie that I'm going to send out to all of my email subscribers that's related to this episode. So There will be a link for that in the show notes. Um, Also, when you sign up, you will get my free workbook that I talked about a little bit over the past episode or two that will come through automatically as well. And that is really helpful for like if you are just feeling super overwhelmed and like you have a to-do list that's like a million items long um, to kind of go through and get a little bit of clarity on like where you should actually be spending your time and how to prioritize what's most important. So that is the first thing. The second thing is if you have not already, make sure that you are subscribed and that you leave me a rating and a review on iTunes because it makes a really, really big difference to the show. And as I'm getting more, um, you know, interviews and stuff on the show and we kind of ramp up, um, I would love to be able to reach more people. And if you are supporting what I do, um, that is like the easiest way for you to go ahead and kind of support me is by just leaving me a rating or a review because it really helps get the word out there. So it's a really low commitment way. To, to just kind of support me in, in creating this podcast. And I thank you so much. So um, as I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking back to when I was still thinking about wanting to open my own business, but I didn't really know what my thing was and I didn't really know what I was going to do. And some of the things that sort of got in my way and drawing that connection between 
the things that got in my way before I had a business to the things that I see getting in people's way all the time now in their businesses. And I've had get in my way in my business as well. So starting a business is like, can be super fucking overwhelming. So we think that we want a business and then we start to think about everything that goes into running a successful business, realize that, you know, there are a million and a half things. And so we try to formulate a plan for how to do all of it. And then we get like super overwhelmed and don't know what to do first. And this does not end once you are in business. The biggest reason that I see people running around frantic and not taking a strategic approach toward whatever it is that they're working toward is that they're trying to do all of the things right now all at once. And we get this idea in our minds that, or we get this idea of what our business could look like 5, 10, 15 years down the line. And we try to build that right now. And that can really get in our way because what ends up happening is we end up randomly sort of picking and choosing pieces of that ideal business, maybe 10, 15 years down the line. And we start tackling them sort of at random instead of being strategic about what comes first and what is priority. And we end up pouring a ton of energy into our businesses, but we aren't doing it strategically. So it doesn't move us forward. And then we end up just exhausted and wanting to quit. And this happens in our businesses, but it also happens just when we think about even starting a business. So here's the really good news is that being strategic is actually directly aligned with slowing down and giving yourself a fucking break. So you cannot be strategic if you're running around like a maniac because when you're in that state, you are in like get shit done mode. You're not being thoughtful. So today, I want to tell you about some of the things that I wish I had realized when I was putting myself down about my ability to have a successful business, as well as some things to remember once you're actually running your business, because these are the things that get in the way when we're trying to move something forward in a strategic way and not in just like a frantic, like do all of the things kind of way. So I have like four main things. So the first thing is, You do not need to have a chunk of the market to be successful. So we are so used to reading about big businesses and how they're disrupting the market or breaking into the market and getting a piece of the market and market share and whatever. If you're running a business of like one person, you only need a handful of engaged and loyal people to be successful. Um, And this plays into us not being authentic um, in our businesses as well, because we think that we need to appeal to everybody. So we think that we can't be ourselves because we need to appeal to everyone. But by only needing to appeal to a small group of people, we actually have an advantage because we can be really, really authentic and be at peace with the fact that maybe everyone won't like it, but we don't need everyone to like it. We only need a relatively small group of people to buy what we're selling if we're running a small business or a business of one. And we will be so much happier doing that and have an easier time doing that if we just make peace with the fact that that small group of people is what matters. And they are going to connect with us, with us even more when we are just being ourselves instead of competing to appeal to everybody. Um, appealing to everybody actually just makes us look really generic and we don't stand out. So that's the first thing. Um, this is one of those mental roadblocks that can like really put people down and suck the energy out of them before they even get started or even entertain the idea that they are really excited about. Never mind even start to formulate a strategic approach. So I have talked to a few people who are either wanting to start a business or they're already in their business 
and they have this idea of what they really want to do and then they immediately downplay it because they're like, yeah, but that wouldn't work because what about this handful of people that wouldn't like it? And the thing is that like you only need a handful of people. You don't need everyone. You don't need all of fucking America to want to buy your product. You just need like a small group of loyal people who love what you do and you're going to stand out to those people by being really authentic. Also, like as far as people who, you know, want to start a business but aren't sure if they can start the business that they have in mind, um, it's really easy to, we kind of look for reasons why something won't work, right? That's like the natural thing. You, something comes to mind, you get really excited about it, and you don't want to only think about the reasons why it will work because that seems irresponsible. So you start coming up with all the reasons why it won't. And one of the easiest things to go to is all of the people who will not like it and the fact that you're not going to be able to like beat out like major, like you're not going to be able to, to do something different or like super unique or whatever. First of all, um, your chances of doing that are actually better if you're really true to yourself and you do it differently from everybody else. But second of all, you don't really need to. You don't need to stand out that much in order to be successful as like a business of one. So keep that in mind. Um, the other thing is, number two, is that evolution does not equal failure. This was like such a big deal for me when I finally kind of let this sink in. When I was thinking about wanting to start my business, I was so concerned with my thing because I thought that if I chose a thing that was, that I was going to have to stick with it forever. Like if I, if I chose one thing that I was going to do, I was going to have to do it forever. And I was afraid, like, what if I change my mind? What if I stop thinking that that thing is what I want to do forever? What if I stop liking that thing? What if that thing isn't as important as I think it is right now? And then I started, you know, I started to actually do like what I thought my thing was. And it changed almost immediately when I actually started my business. And in the past, I have looked at this sort of change as failure. But here's the thing. You, as a responsible adult, should not stick with things even once you have discovered that there's a better solution or you now know what the real answer is. So I, as a systems and operations coach, um, it's not my job to just throw systems and operations at people. It's my job to understand the problem that I'm trying to solve and to solve it. And that means that my thing now is different from what it was three months ago. So like three months ago, I was, first of all, offering to do virtual assistant work for people, which I very quickly realized I did not want to do. Also, I realized that I think that people are trying to hire virtual assistants when they don't need them. And I could recognize that immediately that it was a total waste of money to hire me as a virtual assistant. So instead, I would want to implement these systems and stuff so that they didn't need the virtual assistant. Well, then I realized, or then I thought, well, why don't I just implement the systems and processes for people? And then I realized that that also doesn't solve the problem all the time because there's a deeper issue, which is that people are not being strategic about how they're spending their time. So that's how I changed more toward this approach now where it's like, yeah, I'm a systems and operations coach, but like usually I'm going to tell you to do less. I'm not going to throw more systems and operations and processes and procedures and shit at you. So I can beat myself up for the fact that I chose the wrong thing at first. I could put it that way. I chose the wrong thing and I quit. Or I can pat myself on the back because you know what? Like I made a huge improvement. As far as I'm concerned, doing what I'm doing now is a huge improvement. Explaining to people and helping people 
with the fact that like they don't need a virtual assistant right now or helping people with the fact that like they don't need to go and buy and configure another system or learn how to use another program. Actually, what they need to do is like understand the problem so that they can come up with a meaningful solution and then like get rid of extra shit and slow down. That's what they really need to do most of the time. I'm not saying that people don't need to hire VAs or that they don't need systems and processes. I think that eventually those do come into play, but with most of the people that I have helped, they're not there yet, or they at least need to start with the stuff first in order to introduce that stuff into their business in a meaningful way. So I can give, I can either beat myself up or I can give myself a big pat on the back for realizing that that's the case and bringing what I consider to be like an improvement um, to people. So I've tried many things in the past, not just in my business, but like before I started my business and this used to fuck with my head. So like I did photography for a while. I had an Etsy shop where I sold um, handmade bags for some time. For a while I was making, I, I made like coats for dogs for a while. Like I was making them for my own dog. I was making them for people who, people who I knew I was making them for their dogs. And like one of the reasons why I did this is because I would make things for people and people would always say to me, and they still say to me, like every now and then, like I do something, you know, with, I like bust out my sewing machine and make like a couple of things and people would be like, oh my God, you can sell these. You should have a business doing this. And because I was so desperate to have a business, I listened to that and I did it and I did enjoy it at the time, but I obviously didn't stick with it. So then I started my blog. And I had a blog that was mostly about vegan food. I realized that I didn't really like the like writing. I'm not really a writer. So I transitioned mostly to video. I beat myself up. I stopped that entire thing altogether and beat myself up for the fact that I did not stick with that. I like used all of those things that I tried but didn't stick with forever as ammunition against myself to say like, you don't stick with shit you know, what's going to be different this time? You're just going to quit anyways. And it stopped me from trying new things. And what I didn't realize then that I realize now is this, if I had stuck with any of those things, it would have been a huge fucking mistake. It was not what I was meant to do. I didn't love it the way that I love what I'm doing now, but that doesn't mean that it was a mistake to have tried it. I enjoyed it while it lasted. It was fun. It taught me that that was not what I was meant to do. It taught me what I needed to know in order to evolve for the better and get closer to what I really wanted. And I can judge myself or imagine the ways that everyone else is judging me for not, quote, sticking with it. But the fact is that there is no fucking shame in trying things that you want to try and discovering that that is not your calling. There is no shame in that. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just sit around and do nothing unless we're willing to commit to it for the rest of our lives without even fucking trying it? That is, that's dumb. So if that is the standard that you're holding yourself to is that you're only willing to try it if you know that it's 100% your thing, it's guaranteed to work, it is the thing that you're gonna do forever, you need to let go of that because that will hold you in fear forever. And that is how you guarantee that you will fail is by not acting. If it's something that you really want, then embrace the fact that it might not be, quote, the thing forever. It might not be everything that you imagined. You might find that you never want to do it again. And there is something to learn in that either way. And whether it works or it doesn't, it's not a failure. So that is the second thing is that I see keeping people from even starting 
um, never minds like actually taking a strategic approach to move it forward. And I see this with people who have ideas in their business of something that they want to do. And it's a great fucking idea. And it probably has the power to like change shit in their business and for their lives. But they think about it and then they feel like they, they don't know how to move it forward. Um, and really it's like they're not even trying. They're not even starting to try. They're just kind of sitting there in fear because they're afraid that they're afraid of the fact that they might not want to do it forever or what if it doesn't work. So the third thing is that you do not need to do it all right now in order to do it all eventually. So I think it's really common to see things that other people are doing and think to ourselves, oh my God, I want to do that. So we start thinking about what would go into doing all of it and then we quickly get overwhelmed. We don't think about the fact that that person wasn't always doing all of those things and they worked toward doing all of that. There may be a natural progression toward doing all of those things and we do not take enough time to think about what that progression looks like. We just think about the final result. And our job right now is not to be at whatever stage they are at. It is to be at the stage in the progression that we are at. It is to be at the beginning, just to be there. That is our only job. So when I wanted to start my own business, I used to think about it all the time and get so discouraged because everyone tells you like, oh, that person was once right where you are or they started from zero. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to start from fucking zero right now. Like, I don't want to completely start over in my life. How long is it going to take me to get there? Like, is it really worth it? I don't know if I can deal with being at like, quote, zero for as long as it's going to take. And here's the thing. If you really want it, and this could be a business or it could be a thing within your business that you want to work toward. Like for me, I'm focusing on building a course right now. If you really want it, you need to decide how badly you want it. And know that if you do not start, you guarantee that you will never get there. And the fact that you need to start from scratch at some point is just a fact. You, if, it, if this is something that you have not already started toward, then you have to start from scratch. But don't turn away from this and look for a better answer because those quick fix solutions, which people, you know, people have and they'll try to sell them to you. But like, I firmly believe that those are not, that's not what's going to get you there. And it's definitely not going to get you there in a sustainable way or in a way that is true to you. You will not get there and feel like you have it all because you will not have gotten there in a way that is true to you and in alignment with who you are. You are going to get yourself there. That is how it works. And if you want that thing badly enough, then it becomes your job to just start with step one and make your life as pleasant as possible at step one, which means taking care of yourself, doing things that you love, and not beating yourself up every day for not being at step 10 yet. So number three, you can do it all one day, but that day probably is not today. Make peace with that and know that doing it all is not on the to-do list today, which is great. You don't have to do it all. You just have to do like the first things. You just need to do the things that are in alignment with the in alignment with the step in the progression that you are at right now. That is all that you need to do right now and then just focus on being okay with being there and not trying to skip ahead because that is when you're no longer being strategic and you're just starting to just like throw your energy at shit that is not relevant right now. So the fourth thing is you are allowed to run your business however the fuck you want to. So sometimes we fill our days with shit that we think we should be doing regardless of whether or not 
it is aligned with who we are. It's aligned with our business. It's aligned with our goals or our priorities. We do this shit because somewhere along the line, we heard that we quote, should be doing it. And maybe nobody told us that, but maybe we just learned it like working 40 hours a week, right? We try to fill 40 hours a week because we think that that's what we quote should be doing. So an example, I'm a systems and operations coach. There was a time when I first started my business that I would see people share sort of like the behind the scenes of their businesses, showing like their client management tools or like whatever programs or softwares or whatever they were using. And I would think like, oh my God, I'm doing it wrong. Like they're so much more legit than me because they're doing it that way. I need to figure out how to make that sort of program work for my business. Who am I to call myself a systems and operations coach if there are other people out there who are using all this fancy shit that I'm not using? And then I realized eventually that I did not need that stuff. And if I were using that stuff just to say that I did, I would be undermining the entire point of my business, which is to make shit more simple. So maybe for you, you won't, wouldn't be undermining the point of your business by doing things the way that you're told to or the way that you see other people doing things or the way that you think that you should be doing things. But what you are doing is you're taking yourself and your own problem-solving abilities out of the equation. You are in charge of how you run your business. If you are doing things some old school way and you're like putting yourself down for it, but that's the way that works for you and you're seeing results, then great. There is no reason to feel bad about that. And there is no reason to introduce new fancy systems and shit to fix the problem that doesn't exist. And chances are, if you are doing that, then whatever it is that you're going to be introducing is not aligned with how you work best. So you are in charge and you can run shit however you want. You just need to be deliberate about your decision-making. Running around like a maniac and trying to do all of the things at once is not being, that's not a deliberate decision. You are not running your business at that point. Your business is running you. It's running you to the fucking ground, by the way. So step back, decide how you want to work and how you want your business to run. Make that decision and don't let anyone tell you that there is a problem with that if it's working for you. I think that we get this guilt when we don't do things the way that we think that we should. This comes in again with working 40 hours a week. It also comes in when we hear successful people telling us about their quote framework for how things must be done in order to be successful. So we think that we're doing it wrong if we aren't doing it that way. But here's the thing about that. First of all, talking about frameworks and like step-by-step solutions that are like the only way to do things, that is a marketing tactic. I'm not talking down on it. It can be super helpful to make systems really, really clear for people and breaking it down for people like that. But it is their job to convince you that you need to do it that way so that you pay them. Like that is, that is part of their job. And for every framework that you hear that you, you know, maybe don't really, it doesn't really resonate with you. There are a hundred more that are going to tell you to go about it a different way. So if you're listening to someone who is making you feel like a failure because you aren't doing it exactly the way that they're spelling it out for you, or you don't want to do it that way, then that person probably just isn't your person. Fine. Go listen to somebody else because you're the person who is in charge, who gets to make decisions for your business. So you can run your business however the fuck you want to. Important to know if you think that you might want to run a business one day, but all of the advice is kind of overwhelming, or if you're running a business and you aren't trusting yourself to make the decisions on how you want to operate. So 
really quick, let me just run back through those four things that I think stand in our way of taking a strategic approach to executing what we want. So the first one is you don't need to revolutionize the market. You don't need some big market share. Number two, evolution is not failure. In fact, it's really, really helpful and important and you should evolve. Number three is you don't need to try to do it all right now in order to do it all one day. And four is that you are allowed to run your business however the fuck you want to. So what are you to do with all of this information? Well, if you have a project or something that you want to work toward and you want to be strategic about it, know that it is not your job to execute the entire thing right now. I cannot tell you. Almost every single person who I have ever worked with in my business, I ask them the question, are you trying to build your business five years from now this week? And they laugh. And they laugh because that's exactly what they're trying to do. (laughs) They're not trying to do one week's worth of work. They're trying to do all of it right now. And it will, it's just not how it works. So your job is to know what you want, embrace what you want, get clear on that first, then back that out. So what does the natural progression look like toward that thing? If you don't know, imagine that you're thinking about someone totally different. Don't think about it in your, in, don't think about yourself doing it. Think about looking at, watching somebody else doing it. If you were to, to hit rewind, if you could watch a video of how they got to where they are and you hit rewind, what would it look like? So think of someone that you admire who is doing something that you would like to do. What do you think their progression looked like? And if you back that all the way out to week one, what did week one look like? So your job is to do week one this week. Your job is to do one week's worth of work that will lead you toward the thing that you want, not to try to build a six-figure business this week and have all the answers, just to do one week's worth of solid work that will move you in that direction. And to know what that work is requires a strategic approach. So if you want to get specific with this, I'm actually going to send a little freebie out to my email subscribers this week. I'm going to put it into a worksheet, but you could easily use it like just questions. Um, You could use the questions as like a journal prompt. And basically, these are the questions that I ask myself in order to determine what work I actually need to be worrying about now. It really helps limit some of my overwhelm and will be really helpful for the business owners who are listening. But if you don't have a business or don't have a business yet, you can still use this. Um, So if you get on my email list through the link in the show notes, you'll be getting this over the next few days. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, I actually shared yesterday that I had like kind of a strategy session with myself. So I've been... um, working on this course and every day I work on this course and I, and I put down more content just on slides and it's just a draft at this point, but I'm just trying to get it onto slides, just, you know, get words on paper and start to sort of build this. And then, um, I'm sort of like doing it as I, as I go along. So I will, I'll do a draft of one module and then I'll go through it myself. And what that led me to yesterday is that I kind of had like a strategy session with myself and I went through all of my current priorities and initiatives in my business and where I should be devoting my energy right now. And a lot of that was like, I know what I want five, 10 years from now, right? Like I know I have financial goals set for myself. I know how much I want to be working. Um, I know, you know, 
at least a little bit like what that model will look like, like what that business model will look like and what I want to be doing to make money. So if I were to back that out to today, like what are the things that I need to be focusing on right now and how do I devote all of my energy into step one so then I can move towards step two instead of doing like half-assing step one and two at the same time, right? That's not the way that it works. So um, you're going to get some of those questions that I kind of went through with myself in that freebie that I'm going to send out to my email list this week. So I hope that this was helpful for you guys um, and I hope that you do get on the list so that you can get that freebie and start to use it because, um, you know, it's one thing to know these things and I really do hope that some of these things feel like a relief to you to hear them. But also, I want you to try to apply like even just one of those to your business and see if it kind of allows you to take a more strategic approach this week. So if this was helpful to you and you enjoyed this, make sure that you are subscribed on iTunes and that you leave me a rating and review. I would really appreciate it. Um, and I look really forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. Make sure that you let me know um, how you liked this episode over on Instagram. If you're not following me already, I am at Briggs Monahan, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.